and its health and well-being. With naturopath Peter Mullen in the studio. Now, Peter, we're looking at exercise. Um, I know this time of year, a lot of people sort of, you know, New Year resolution or kicking off the year, they want to get rid of some of that weight. And you're saying that, yep, you do need exercise. Yeah, look, absolutely. We don't. We know um, from weight loss, from a weight loss point of view, diet really is what makes the biggest difference. Sure. Exercise helps, but it's really the food and the effects of those foods on your hormones like insulin, etc. Um, however, there's probably nothing that we can do for, for, that has such a quick, profound effect on every single cell in our body as 30 to 45 minutes of exercise. Wow. We're talking a day? A day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but just the, the benefits of, you know, everyone knows the benefits of exercise. Everybody knows that we should all exercise more. But there's so much exciting um, research being done and information coming out about how, how much exercise really benefits. You know, from things like, you know, you think about the most essential nutrient that us humans need is oxygen, mm-hmm. air. You know, we can only go three to four minutes without getting irreversible brain damage. So when you exercise, when you move more, straight away you're breathing better. That's right, yeah, you know, and so many more my, air. Yeah, so many of my patients, like, because they're in sedentary jobs, um, people that think a lot, you know, heads always going over and over, you know, I'll often catch my patients holding their breath when I'm talking to them because yes. they're just not... You know, they're too too, too stressed or too wound up. To, so exercise, straight away you're starting to breathe better. Um, you produce endorphins in your brain. So if you're suffering from anxiety or depression or just yep. feeling a bit flat, you go for a walk or do your 30 to 45-minute exercise workout and we'll look at later how we can actually make that shorter and maybe even more effective. Oh, I'm all about that. That sounds good. <laughs> but, Peter, you're right. You know yourself, you might come home from work, you're tired, and you think, oh, you know, I, I should go for a walk, but I can't be bothered. But when you push yourself to do it, you pretty much come skipping through the door. Like, it, you, yeah. you feel immediately you feel better. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's amazing. You, you you feel happier, as you said, and your whole, um, you know, your whole psyche changes if you just make yourself go and do that, you know, that 35 minutes of, of exercise well i think i think also too from a um um like we all know that we should be exercising but <clears throat> part of me it's just trying to get into that routine or that habit and um you know tricks of the trade like once you start exercising it's heaps easy to continue with it but one thing i've noticed um if and this is a challenge out there if exercise isn't part of your life now you're less likely to take it up as you get older so you know oftentimes you might have we might have exercised a bit when we're younger. Yep. And then as we get older and we head towards retirement or the kids leaving home, having more time on our hands, if it's not exercise is it if if regular decent exercise isn't part of your lifestyle now, you're much less likely to pick it up as we get older, which is right, that's a scary. challenge <laughs> because we all say that, oh no, I'm gonna start next week. Yes. I'm gonna start on Monday. But yeah, that's the, the realities. Okay. And from a from a health point of view, you know, Everything in the body improves with exercise. You know, you, we manage our blood sugar better. We can reverse or, or slow down the onset of conditions like diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Um, weight, obviously, is a big thing. Um, so, you know, it's exercise really is, regular exercise really is the secret weapon, no matter what sort of health condition you actually have. So what sort of exercise are we talking about, Peter? Like, do we all need to go out and get gym memberships or can we go for a walk or what are you recommending here? Look, I I think we were talking about it before, just that incidental exercise, just increasing our activity for starters. Mm. But um, it does need to be progressive. You know, if you're going for a walk, 
um, just running around with the kids and doing stuff's really not enough. Enough. You need that sustained exercise where you're getting your heart rate up, you're increasing your breathing. Um, to and because it kind of, in some ways, exercise does stress our body. Yep. But the benefits flowing on from that stress is where we get the real benefit from exercise. So we do have to do something that's going to push us a little bit. So that's my problem because I was surprised that I didn't have my Miranda Kerr bounce back body after the kids because (laughs) I I feel like I'm constantly running around. I I think they have. Well, can you bring it back, please? I've got a couple here. Okay, I'll switch you. Um, So I was, yeah, I was wondering because I feel like I'm constantly busy, but you're saying I'm probably not keeping the heart rate up for that extended amount of time. You need to actually do it for 35 to 40 minutes you know running up and down the stairs however many times a day isn't going to cut it unless you're doing it all in one hit kind of yeah okay yeah. all yeah. right and as i said we'll talk about a, a type of exercise in the next next segment on that you can do just a short amount every day but you've still got to have that intensity going okay. but a big a big tip for anyone as i said and this is a real challenge for people to hear this if you're not doing it now you're probably never going to be likely yeah. to take it up. So now's kick up, the time. Kick up the pants. So now's the time to really start to make it a regular part of your life. Okay. And um, the trick seems to be find something you love to do. If you always loved swimming as a kid, get a friend and start swimming at the local pool. Yep. If you like dancing as a, a young girl, yep. you know, there's a lot of um, adult dance classes around you can do a couple of times a week. And apart from just being good for our fitness, you know, uh, the, you know fun is a, a very... Um, helpful thing oh, for all absolutely. of us to be having a lot more fun and, and joy so yep. find but find an exercise you love um, um one of my um aunties loves aqua aerobics and she goes three or four times a week because it's a social thing she loves it yeah loves the music yep. i think she likes the young guy that's um jumping oh, around in his speedos on the side of the pool there. as well oh, hello <laughs> where's that i might get into aqua too <laughs> we, we might get some calls after <laughs> yeah. the show from where that session's oh, on that yeah absolutely so, yeah, so finding something finding something you love is the the key for starters and then uh, as i said we'll talk about how you can even supercharge what you love into something that's going to be really powerful now we're looking at exercise peter and you said you're going to talk to us about a specific type of exercise and some of the benefits we may see from that that's it the way this is the way to power charge um whatever exercise it is you're currently doing and particularly love um just before we go into that one of the things we were just talking about in the break is um you know exercise and relationships you know, it's great. Yeah. It's great if you if you want to find someone to help motivate you. You know, talk to your partner about starting to walk every day, and that way you've got someone that you can, you know, keep keep yourself motivated with as well. Definitely. And as you said, when you're talking and walking, you can kind of get you know do the day's checklist and do a bit of a debrief, and then you're done for the day. You done don't have for the to day sit and down and go. And- Oh, love, you know, the plumbing needs doing down the, you know, like you've done all that. So it's a good way to catch up and I guess, yeah, yeah, connect. And when you're you're walking like that, you know, you're walking side by side or jogging or swimming or whatever, you're not, it's not confrontational. Like anything you're discussing, it just gets it all out there and, yeah. Very interesting. Um, So the idea is, so the number one, number one training method that we recommend, this was originally around weight loss, but it's for a whole host of other health conditions, is called HIT training or HIT High intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's any form of exercise where you where you can get your heart rate to spike, um, and it comes down and it comes down repeatedly. So you want to speed your heart rate up, and then you want to slow it slow it back down. So it generally involves going hard at an exercise for a set interval of time, followed by active rest, and repeating that, but only for a relatively short 
period of time. Okay. So if you're currently walking, an example would be that you you know walk to that first telegraph pole and then you might run to the sure. second telegraph pole. And you want to run if you can. If you can run or lope or just walk fast, you want to try and be about 80% of your capacity. Okay. And then the next telegraph pole, you might walk or yep. you might walk the next two telegraph poles and then you might run the next one. Um, stairs are a good example as well. Yep. You know, where you run up the stairs as fast as you can and then you slowly walk back down again. Oh, I see the people doing that at uh, Merriweather. Merriweather. All the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. They fly up, fly oh, up those stairs. Oh, they do. I think, oh, God, love you. So the idea is that you're um, giving yourself a maximum um, workout in, in a, and you can do it in a shorter period of time. So you can do in, in a 20 minute session, you can, 20 minutes, you know, four times a week is enough to give you massive improvements. That's really good to know. That's manageable, isn't that it? Is, that is manageable, particularly if you're a walker like me. As I said, I go around the lake and I often do that. I'll jog for a bit and then I'm just exhausted and stop and then walk and then jog again. Yeah. So that's good to know that that's effective. And we'll talk about where to get some ideas and tips on how to in, like set up your own HIT program in Ooh, the next section. Okay. Um, but the benefits, um, so you burn more kilo, kilojoules or calories. Um, so you, you burn more fuel at a steady place or more fuel than a steady um, paced run during the workout. And you can turn to burn fuel or burn fat for two hours after. So a lot of exercise, you might go for a 30-minute run, but if you do 20 minutes of HIIT training, you'll do your 30-minute run and you'll burn fuel consistently. But in the 20 minutes, you'll burn more fuel and you'll continue to burn it for two hours after. So you're getting like a three-hour fat burning as opposed to... Bang three, for your buck. Yeah, bang for your buck. Um, time efficient, you know, expends a lot of energy in a short period of time, meaning you can work out in 30 minutes or less. Um, the trade-off is, though, because it's so short, you will need to be working harder. Okay. So as long as you can put in the hard bursts. Um, flexible, as I said, you can make your own circuit. You can run, cycle, anything else that takes your fancy. So um, I'm a bit of a swimmer. So we do a bit of HIIT training. Now we've started where we'll, you know, swim as fast as we can to the other end of the pool just to finish up the session actually we might do a bit of a 500 warm-up and then we might do um 10 100s where we'll swim really fast the first 50 and then cruise back the second 50 okay and try and get in 10 of those um definitely wears you out yep at the end of it which is what we want um, and it's and it can be done for it, and it's just, so it doesn't matter what exercise you do, you can turn it into interval training. Um, it's for anyone um, from beginner right through to advanced, and it's really shown a great deal of difference with things like um, hormonal balance. It helps with insulin resistance, helps to increase testosterone in men, probably more in men, but you know there'll be some testosterone increase in women. Okay, helps to promote um, increased growth hormone, which is the you know, to do with overall health and well-being. Um, and as we said, fat burning, endorphins, but it really fast tracks whatever exercise you do. If you can shorten it and turn it into a HIIT program, yep. um, you're going to get maximum benefits. And Jason from Lampton, thank you for holding patiently. You've got a query about weight loss for Peter. Yes, I, uh, I just came back from my doctor and uh, she's like, I'm doing well and everything, which is good. Yes, but I'm a rather tall fellow, and uh, they like my BMI says I'm obese. And like over the last six months or say four months, I've been really training hard and trying to be looking after myself. I'm 47. Yes, and uh, like in that time, my 
body fat has gone down like from 30% to 20%. They're fantastic. Yeah, my blood sugar, my blood pressure and all that's gone down and everything's going really well. Yep. Except my, I'm still obese according to the BMI and my waist measurement has gone down like one centimeter and I'm like, I'm, she said I'm supposed to be 100 centimeters, but yeah. I'm 108. Are you, and it's like I, I've, are you, you, do, you, do you feel like you're still holding fat around your middle? I am a little bit. I, I, like, I can't see. Well, I mean, not as much as I used to be, but, like, I, I feel really fit. I yeah, think okay. I look really fit, but it's like I can't seem to budge this. Like, I got a whole lot fitter, but my waist measurement went down, like, a centimeter, which well, look, I tell, amazed me. I tell you, I tell you what, there could be a couple of things going on there. As I was talking about earlier in the show, um, weight... Uh, or not this show, but weight, particularly when we carry it around the middle, can relate back to um, insulin and carbohydrates and also cortisol as well. So if you're having trouble shifting that last bit of fat around your middle, um, it might be worthwhile looking at um, your diet again because it's interesting. A lot of people exercise and exercise hard thinking that that's going to be the thing that helps with their fat loss, but it's getting the hormonal balance right back in the body in the first place. Um, now, if, you, if you'd like some more information, we've got a, a free talk coming up on Tuesday, the 27th of Feb, on weight loss, where I talk about the ketogenic diet, if you've heard about that before. I've heard about that, yes. Yeah, so something like the ketogenic diet for a short period of time might be beneficial for you just to get that weight gone from around, around your middle. Ah, good advice. And that obviously is... Um Higher protein, less it's carbs? It's not, not or? high protein. It's based on, like, the when we talk about protein, the way to calculate how much protein your body needs roughly is 0.8 times what your ideal weight would be. Okay. So if oh, your ideal weight's about 60, then protein-wise, you need to, your ideal protein for you is 0.8 by 60, which is about... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can't do quick maths like that. <laughs> it's actually a lot less than what people think. You know, a lot of people probably so get the do steak. eat more protein than what they really need. And one of the problems with um, fat loss is protein that you don't maintain for muscle mass can actually get converted to glucose. So through gluconeogenesis can actually contribute to weight gain or make it difficult to go into fat burning. All right. So for someone like connected. Jason, um, the ketogenic diet for a short for a period of time and, and a good look at his overall carbohydrate input. Might just get that might last little bit. Just get bit. that last little bit and... I think it would give him more consistent energy as well. Thanks for your call, Jason. Now, finally, we're looking at um, where to get a good HIIT workout. And um, where can we get that, Peter? Well, look, one of the great things this day and age, although we always query the sources sometimes, is the internet. Yep. And um, if you Google um, HIIT workouts, H-I-I-T, you'll find a, a heap of free suggestions and guides on how to put your own workout together. There's also um, some great free apps that you can sort of download as well. Um, and, you know, some of them will have the timer. So you can actually time that you when you're running, you want to run for 20 seconds and then so you can get as into it as yeah. much as you want. Yeah. But um, a lot of great resources there. Or if you're already at a gym or under a personal trainer, talk to them how you can structure a hit component to the workout you're currently doing. But it's definitely... As I was saying earlier on, like with exercise, it needs to be progressive. Like you need to feel like your fitness is improving. Yeah, sure. You know, that you're getting stronger, that you're getting faster. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely one way to go about that. And then you can, you know, gradually change some of your parameters around as well. Now, Peter, you've got some um, free talks coming up 
um, over the next couple of weeks. You just mentioned one, but what else have we got? Uh, we've actually got a talk on tonight, but unfortunately it's fully booked on thyroid. Too popular. Um, far too far too many people with thyroid yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, our weight loss talk, we had a, a booked out talk early in January. Our next one for the year is Tuesday the 27th of Feb. Um, and it's a great talk, not just on weight loss, but really about things, about how much protein do you really need? What's the ideal amount of carbohydrate for you without getting all pernickety about weighing and counting stuff? Yeah, of course. Just some visual, visual cues of how to work out really what your balance of protein, fats and carbs should be, but get around weight loss. And one of my favourite talks, Tuesday the 13th of March, on kids' health. I'd be very interested in that. Yeah, They're, well, there's a lot of, lot of parents and grandparents out there with kids that are having all sorts of challenges these yes. days with their health. So Yeah, definitely. Oh, some really good stuff. And, of course, if people want more information, they can go to uh, mullenhealth.com.au. Yeah, if they go to our website, um, there's go to the events section. It's got all the dates on there and links on how you can get your free ticket and... Um, see you on the night. Peter, thanks for coming in. Look, no doubt you'll see me in a month or two and you'll go to me, gee, you've been doing that hit workout, haven't you, Sarah? And I'll say, <laughs> yes, I have. Peter, lovely well, speaking we, we to will, you. We will be checking in on that one for sure. You know, it sounds achievable. It so does, I'm going to give it, it a crack.